This is NLRT USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, April 11, 2015. This week in security news, starting first with the situation in Yemen. On Tuesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a stunning decision by the U.S. government to not carry out emergency evacuations of American citizens from the war-torn country. While Pentagon spokesman U.S. Army Colonel Steve Warren says that the United States has assets in place to carry out an evacuation, State Department spokeswoman Marie Harve declared that there are no plans for U.S. assets to be used as the security situation was too precarious. Quote, Given the situation in Yemen, it's quite dangerous and unpredictable. Doing something like sending in military assets, even for an evacuation, could put U.S. lives at greater risk. Instead, the State Department posted two messages to the website of the now-abandoned U.S. Embassy telling Americans to call the Embassy of India or the International Organization of Migration for assistance. And so there is no mistake as to who pulls the strings in such matters. While news reports all focus on the State Department and the Pentagon, it must be understood that any such orders begin with the National Command Authority. The chain of command runs from the President to the Secretary of Defense, to the Joint Chiefs, and then to the specified commands. In short, it is the Office of the President of the United States which ultimately makes the command decision to use military forces to execute an evacuation. Alert USA's Pentagon sources say that there is significant anger and frustration within the DOD over this decision by the White House, particularly in light of the fact that there are two aircraft carrier battle groups in the region as well as a big-deck amphibious warship with thousands of Marines and dozens of helicopters and V-22s just offshore. One of our sources indicated that the situation, quote, carries the essence of Benghazi about it in reference to when the U.S. military was prevented from rendering assistance to the U.S. diplomatic mission in Benghazi, Libya, when it came under attack in 2012. India's foreign ministry reports that they have received a request from the U.S. for assistance in evacuating citizens. As of the time of this report's preparation on Friday, several Americans have been assisted in leaving the country by India and Pakistan, though solid numbers have been difficult to obtain. Other countries carrying out mass evacuations of their citizens this week with few troubles at all include Canada, France, Russia, China, and Somalia. With hundreds of Americans left stranded, on Thursday of this week, three human rights groups, including the Council on American-Islamic Relations, or CARE, filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C., seeking the court's relief by ordering the Department of State and the Department of Defense to evacuate U.S. citizens. While it is obvious that the judicial branch of the U.S. government has no influence in this area, the move calls further attention to the matter, particularly in light of the fact that the U.S. is, at a minimum, supporting Saudi Arabia and the other Gulf states with logistics and intelligence assistance in the conflict. In related news, U.S. Defense Secretary Ashton Carter acknowledged on Wednesday that the conflict in Yemen has allowed al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, the terror organization's most active arm, to make significant gains in their threat to U.S. national security. According to Secretary Carter, quote, It's always easier to conduct counterterrorism operations when there is a stable government willing to cooperate in place. That circumstance now obviously doesn't exist in Yemen. The terrorism threat to the West, including the United States, from AQAP, is a long-standing and serious one. Also this week, in addition to a significant U.S., Egyptian, Saudi, Pakistani, and French naval presence in the region, tensions increased this week when Iran dispatched their own warships to the strategic Bab el-Mandeb Strait. Listeners are reminded that Iran is the principal source of support and arms for the Houthi rebels who are responsible for bringing down the government in Yemen. 
Pentagon sources indicate a close eye is being kept on the vessels as, while small in number, there is a very real potential for the deployment of sea mines if tensions increase. On Thursday of this week, Iran's President Hassan Rouhani indirectly threatened Saudi Arabia, stating, quote, You will learn, not later but soon, that you are making a mistake in Yemen. Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khomeini was far less diplomatic and warned of dire repercussions. During a public address in Tehran on Thursday, Khomeini said, quote, the Saudis will definitely be struck back in this issue and their nose will be rubbed against the ground, using a Middle Eastern colloquialism meaning that they will be defeated. Perhaps most outspoken this week was Secretary of State John Kerry, who warned Iran over its increased involvement in Yemen's civil war. In an interview with PBS NewsHour, Secretary Kerry stated, quote, There are obviously supplies that have been coming in from Iran. There are a number of flights every single week that have been flying in. Iran needs to recognize that the U.S. is not going to stand by while the region is destabilized. His statements highlight, yet again, the dangerous situation within which the Obama administration finds itself. On one hand, there is Iran's direct involvement with the Houthi overthrow of Yemen, which the U.S. is indirectly fighting against. On the other hand is a U.S. collaboration with Iran on fighting the Islamic State in Iraq. And on a third side, there is the laughable outcome of the negotiations with Iran over their nuclear program. Late this week, Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khomeini made his first public comments on the supposed framework the Obama administration has been hyping as the basis for a nuclear accord. In his comments, Khomeini accused the Obama administration of blatantly lying about most of the proposed terms, saying he is being deceptive and has devilish intentions. For those keeping track, it is important to note that this week the Theodore Roosevelt Carrier Strike Group passed through the Suez Canal and into the Red Sea. The Carl Vincent Carrier Strike Group is currently operating in the vicinity of the Persian Gulf, and the big-deck amphibious assault ship USS Iwo Jima is somewhere off the coast of Yemen, and overall, tensions are high. You can find much more on this and other stories in this week's issue of the Threat Journal Newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. It's completely free. AlertUSA continues to closely monitor developments in this region and will immediately notify service subscribers of changes in the overall threat picture as it applies to U.S. citizens and interests and the U.S. homeland as events warrant. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution and separate worldwide travel alert, there are currently 41 travel alerts and warnings issued for individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. Given the situation unfolding in Yemen and the unbelievable decision of the U.S. government to not provide a means of evacuating American citizens, most likely because of some political consideration or another, the simple fact of the matter is that you can no longer reliably depend on the U.S. government to render assistance in critical situations. As such, it is imperative that international travelers have their own safety net in place, even if you are simply heading off for vacation in the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe. Here at Alerts USA, when traveling abroad, our employees exclusively use the services provided by Boston-based Global Rescue. The firm is an emergency services company that provides best-in-class medical, aeromedical evacuation, search and rescue, and security services to individuals, corporations, travelers, and expeditions worldwide. You can read more about Global Rescue by simply visiting their website at globalrescue.com or look for the link in this week's issue of the Threat Journal Newsletter. If you are planning travel abroad, even to such common locations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, Alert USA still strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website where information can be found about the security situation at your destination. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, April 11, 2015.